This episode of Jewish Songwriter is brought to you by Temple Israel of the City of New York, a welcoming family of families devoted to community and repairing the world, located on Manhattan's Upper East Side. With an early childhood center, religious school education through high school, weekly musical services, and an inspiring array of social, educational, young professional, and Israel-centered programming and trips, you're sure to find your home in this warm and inclusive community. To learn more, check out www.tinyc.org. That's tinyc.org. Welcome to Jewish Songwriter, shining a light on the people and stories behind contemporary Jewish music, one song at a time. I'm your host, Sheldon Lowe, and now, on to the show. This week's Jewish Songwriter is Jason Meshes. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? You are um, in sunny Southern California, of course. Yes, rocking and rolling here in so- sunny Southern California. So let's just dive right in. Okay. For those of us who don't know you so well, give us a little bit of your story, starting with you know where you grew up. So I'm from the great state of New Jersey. I'm from Westfield, New Jersey. I grew up over there, Central Jersey, North Jersey area. And uh, I grew up uh, as a product of the URJ camp system. And back in the day, that was the UAHC camps and then the URJ camps. But I went to Camp Harlem from 1995 till 2006 was my hard time that I did Mm -hmm. uh, at Harlem. And so... That was sort of my everything as a kid was that and like New York Rangers hockey. And those were the two things. <laughs> um, so I would just kind of like spend the winter watching hockey and then spend the summers in Conkletown, Pennsylvania, hanging out with my, my friends. And that was that. <laughs> That's awesome. Went to Syracuse University for school. So stayed in the Northeast, stayed in the cold and then uh, moved my way out West right after college. So I've been in L.A. now for 10 years. Wow. What did you go to Syracuse to study? I studied theater. Uh, I was a drama major at Syracuse. And then the reason I moved to LA was because I had booked a small role on a TV show and I came out to LA to shoot it and then decided to stay. I was like, oh yeah, all right, I'll just stick it out. So I did TV for a few years. I was on a couple shows. Um, I was on The Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men and Monk and the show called Castle. And then things kind of dried up in, in the acting world. And between gigs, I didn't want to wait tables. That, that had no, I had no interest in that. And I started working in a preschool mm. and singing songs and Teachers would ask me, oh, do you have a song about this? And I would say, yes, of course I do, but I didn't. So then I would go and write one. (laughs) And um, I didn't realize that that was a skill. I thought everyone could just kind of like write songs about whatever they needed to write about. Uh Um, So people told me that that was actually an unusual thing. (laughs) So I said, oh, cool. And so the more I started to do that, the more I leaned into uh, just doing that. Mm -hmm. I'd say about three, four years ago, really dropped out of Hollywood and leaned all of my efforts into the kids' music. And it's it's been amazing. It's been such a cool journey. So explain to me, though, you know, Harlem, you said, was such a big influence on your life. Mm-hmm. Were you involved in the song leading at Harlem or the music there? You know, so I wasn't. It was so interesting. Um, we had amazing song leaders there while I was coming through. Uh, but the only times I would get involved with the song leading was for Maccabia Mm -hmm. because there was a portion of it that we had to write like comedy songs. And that to this day is that's where I excel. I I find that 
though I do Jewish kids music. I actually think it's like Jewish kids comedy that happens to use music as its weapon. That's how I've always been. I, I find so much about being Jewish so insanely funny and entertaining. <laughs> and our people have such a long, amazing healthy history with comedy. It just like, it makes sense to me. It makes uh-huh. so much sense to me that like. Totally. What I love about, uh, about uh, all of your compositions actually is that they're, they are fun and they're kind of kid friendly and adult friendly at the same time. They're just really, really fun and they're not corny at all. They're just really sweet. I just really, they're just really well Thank crafted. You. Yeah. I appreciate that. I strive to find the balance between like, can you learn something from this song can you have fun listening to it? Can maybe you sneak a couple of laughs in there? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the three criteria, you yeah. know? Or and, and or maybe number four would be, does this song spark a conversation? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so that's kind of the four things. And if you do that, then I think you got you got a good piece on your hands. But speaking about your compositions, let's talk about Faith, which is oh, yeah. uh, the song that we're going to um, be sharing on today's podcast. Cool. So um, can you tell me a little bit about the inspiration for that song? Yes. Okay. So the Faith song uh, came out of a conversation with a third grade class that I was having a, uh, a couple years ago. And we were talking about God, which is a big topic for any age, I guess. Mm -hmm. But especially in third grade, they had a lot of questions. And I said, okay, well, let's forget about God for a minute. What about the sun? And how do you know the sun is going to come up tomorrow? Well, you know, it always has, so it always will. Okay, but like, what about tomorrow? Well, I don't know. Science says it's going to come up. And I said, okay, but so far science was right. But what about tomorrow? Like, we haven't seen it yet, so how do you know? Mm -hmm. And... We were kind of going through that. And then finally one kid was like, I don't, Jason, I don't know. I just believe that it does, okay? I believe in it. I have faith it's going to come up. And I said, aha, yes, faith. Faith and believing in stuff is the first step on the road to believing in anything. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the things we can see, the tangible things, the things that we love and care about. And we literally started making a list on the chalkboard of like things you believe in. And they were like, my family and my sister and my dogs and candy corn. And, you know, it went Mm -hmm. on and on and on. And I said, this, this is a song. And so I went home and I made a list of like 46 things that I really believe in. And, uh, that's the song. And then whenever I do it live or in a classroom setting or something like that, at the very end, I always ask each person in the circle and in the group to share one thing they believe in. Doesn't have to be from the song, but one thing you believe in. And as long as you actually believe in it, it's all that matters to me. That's the only criteria. Mm-hmm. And then we share and then we learn about each other. Oh, I believe in my dog. Oh, well, what about your dog? You know, and, and then we go on. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad you just said all that because you basically answered all of my questions in there. I was going to ask you, how do you use it? What's, what are your tips for uh-huh. teaching it or, you know, or places or people? I mean, is there anything that you didn't mention? Yeah, well, so for teaching it, it's interesting because a lot of people ask me for the chords and the lyrics so they can use it in their schools. And I'm always feel free podcast listener to contact me for any any resources you want. You can just have them. It would be my pleasure. The teaching is hard, though I always try to introduce the song first without song sheets. Mm-hmm. I find that if you've never heard the song before, having the sheet kind of forces you to read ahead and you're not as surprised by the the content mm-hmm. of, of what's going on. So I will then do song sheets after the first listen through, but I think it's a good listening exercise. And then we open it up to learning it and singing it and all that. But the first thing is that it's a conversation piece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. 
Um, I have, do, of course, have to ask you about, I believe in Applebee's. Yeah, 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 sure. What's the inspiration behind that line? <laughs> I, <laughs> or is that just um, for fun? It was for fun. I think, honestly, I wanted to do chilies, but uh-huh. I needed more syllables, syllables and Applebee's. And then it rhymes with apple trees, and then it kind of went from there. But just the the thought behind it was, I really like that kind of that kind of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know if they still have like Bennigan's, but I was a big Bennigan's guy as yeah. a kid. Uh, <laughs> but Bennigan's was also hard to rhyme. Hey, it's Sheldon here, just interrupting to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle, who makes it easy to build a stunning website for your music in minutes. I've tried all of the major template-based sites, and the reason I use Banzoogle is because the whole platform is really built for musicians, with features like a free custom domain name, a commission-free store, unlimited download codes, and an email list platform for managing your list, sending targeted emails and analytics built right into your subscription. You can click the link in the episode notes or go to bandzoogle.com and use promo code Jewish Songwriter, all one word, to try it free for 30 days and get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's promo code Jewish Songwriter. Bandzoogle, websites built for musicians by musicians. All right, cool. Let's talk about songwriting. So in between all of that other work that you just described, somehow you get some songwriting in as well. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, tell us about your process? So I'm going to be totally honest and say that the hardest part of songwriting for me is the initial idea. Mm-hmm. And ever since I started doing this professionally, it has always been somebody coming up to me being like, do you know a song about this or do you have a song about this? And then I can go off to the races. But I found, because I recently tried to go do a solo weekend out in Joshua Tree and like just bring the guitar and write. And it turns out that I am not the kind of man that could be like, okay, be creative now, go. Right. It doesn't work. And so for me, all of the songs come out of my daily experience. And mm-hmm. I spend so much time with kids that there's an endless supply of ideas and thoughts. And like, I have this song Shabbat in a parking lot that literally came from, I had to entertain kindergartners while they were being picked up in the carpool line. And I would sit there with my guitar on Friday afternoons as they were getting picked up and improvise a Shabbat verse about each vehicle that was coming through Mm -hmm. the lane. So like that turned into this song about like, you could celebrate Shabbat anywhere. You could do it in this parking lot. You could do it wherever. Uh, that kind of mm. stuff happens awesome. to me daily. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you have any uh, tips or tricks for that you've come across or that you found work for you? Uh, like I said in the beginning, you got to write what you know. I always feel like the songs that I'll like test out on my wife or on like co-teachers in the school or whatever, like they'll know that I phoned it in when it they can't hear in my voice that I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I wrote this song about called Every Friday We Eat Chicken. And it's a song about establishing your own Shabbat traditions, whatever they may be. But mm-hmm. I wrote it about my traditions and it comes through and it's it's honest, it's genuine. It's also funny, but like I think had I made up a tradition for the song, you would be able to hear it in my voice that I didn't mm-hmm. that I made that up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. I think it's also really difficult to write songs about things that you don't know or when you don't know what you're trying to say. Like when I'm in a rut, oftentimes I do a little self-check and I'll say, 
am I saying something that's, you know, true and honest for me? Because maybe that's that's why I'm having trouble coming up with something. Yeah. Trying to fake it. Uh, any other tips or tricks songwriting based? I would say that things don't always have to rhyme. Things don't always have to have a, a structure. I don't know that it always needs to be verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Like, mm-hmm. it's great. Sure. Definitely start with that. But once you're writing a ton of music all the time, I'm such a what if the opposite is true kind of person. Mm-hmm. And I think when I teach music to anyone, I, you know, like when you're teaching guitar lessons, say like, look, man, here's how you're supposed to play this chord. This is how the book says you should play this. Learn it this way and then feel free to break the rules mm-hmm. so that you're breaking the rules on from an educated standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same about songwriting. Follow structure until you figured out how to write songs, but then feel free to move away from that and do something totally, you know, off base. Also, using classrooms as testing grounds for songs is amazing because you figure out what works, figure out what definitely doesn't work, you learn how to teach it better, and that's the most important part of my job is is how do I quickly and effectively teach a song? And also, don't get married to the uh, to the hand motions that you came up with for your song. <laughs> Because the hand, I'm so, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the kids are going to find the moment and they're going to find the thing that they want right. to that. And that's your hand motion. So mm-hmm. like you could, you could try to come up with them, but like kids are very good. And like teens too are so good at finding like where the shouts are going to go, the repeats are mm-hmm. going to go, the hand motions. And like, I'm sure for you, cause like you do so much great stuff with uh, uh, like our teens and, and, and that group and like summer camps and stuff that you see. Yeah. All the, I'm sure you're like floored when you come and sing one of your songs at a camp totally. and they've like off and run with it, you know? No higher compliment than that. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. I, yeah. And I think it's great. And I, I think to be upset by that would be silly. I just think it's oh, so God. cool. Yeah. 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 It's the best. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about that I didn't, we didn't cover? I will say that when I made the official dive to like, really lean into Jewish music and what I was doing. And I got to start meeting kind of the players in the game and everyone was so kind and welcoming to me. And it's something that I imagine your listenership is many Jewish songwriters and also people mm-hmm. who are fans of Jewish music. And mm-hmm. to let people who are who are not on the inside say like all of these people and all of these people that guest on your show are kind, wonderful, warm people Mm -hmm. who like, I don't see the competition the way I do in the secular music world. And it's just like people lifting each other up and I'm really grateful for that. And so, you know, in, in a public setting to just be able to say to those people, I see that I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And it's set a good example for how I treat people who are trying to do what I do. And, um, I just, I think that's important to mention and, and express some gratitude to my fellow artists and also for kind of buying into what I'm doing because it's sort of like a zany world of Jewish kids comedy and people have bought in and, and it's really cool. And yeah. I, I'm grateful every day for that. All right, you ready for lightning round? Let's do it, baby. I've been waiting. You've been waiting. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the show. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the last book you read? Take Me Out is a play. Nice. What was the last song you listened to? Matches by uh, Cash Cash and Roses. Your favorite breakfast cereal? Oh, I'm like a Honey Bunches of Oats guy. Clusters. Mm-hmm. A post guy. Yeah. I'm a postman. 
<laughs> Most used emoji. Uh, the laughing, crying guy. <laughs> nice. Sideways or straight? No, not sideways. Okay. I never used the sideways one ever, but the straight never. on one. Yeah, That's I a never rule. used it. <laughs> uh, not really. I just, it's once it's not in the most recently used, I'm it's not done. sliding through to find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your favorite TV character? Um, Homer Simpson. Who would play you in your biopic? Um, Vin Diesel. Whoa. <laughs> or action packed. Common. Common. <laughs> common. I could see that. With any, the beard that you got going yeah, right any now. Any bald guy with a beard, basically. The song you're embarrassed to love. Um, I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. What's the song you wish you wrote? Oh, uh, What Kind of Cat Are You by Billy oh, Jonas. Yeah, anything by Billy Jonas. I wish. <laughs> yeah. My brain doesn't work on that level. <laughs> the highest compliment I can ever give a person is when I'm so mad at them for writing it first. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, that song. How, how could I not think of that? <laughs> Um, all right, man. Well, I got to say it is always so much fun catching up with you. And I really Best, appreciate man. this, uh, you, you donating your time here to, uh, to share. And, um, I appreciate yeah. you. I, this is the best. And, and thanks for doing what you're doing for, for us and giving us another platform to, to be heard and, and met. And My I'm pleasure. excited to meet more of your listeners down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll see everybody next time. Thanks for being here. This is Faith by Jason Meshes. I believe in applesauce. I believe in cranberry sauce. And I believe in hoisin sauce. And I believe in duck sauce. I believe in Worcestershire sauce. Because it's really fun to say. But don't ask me to spell it. Because I can't. I believe in long nights, I believe in short flights, I believe in flashlights, and I believe in food fights, I believe in music, I believe that we can use it to help everybody stay calm. And I believe in airports, I believe in winter sports, I believe in jean shorts, and I believe in Hogwarts, and I believe that if we could hang out for a minute, you could teach me something that I don't know. And I believe in the shoes on my feet, and I believe in the men on the street that sell me pretzels and hot dogs in New York City. And I believe in apple trees, I believe in apple bees, and I believe that I'm about to st- chew. And I believe in trick-or-treating, I believe in healthy eating, yes I realize those are not synonymous. I believe in french fries, I believe in french guys, I believe in fireworks and 4th of July's. Now I believe in tap and jazz and I believe in lyrical, the only kind of whip I believe in is miracle. I believe in ice cream, I believe in Martin's dream and I believe We'll see it someday Now I believe in mom and dad I believe when things are bad That it's okay to be a little sad If you need to be And if I see you sitting there Crying on the floor I'll say get over here That's what my shoulder is for Now I believe the sun will set But I believe the gift we get Is that the sun is coming up tomorrow And that 
belief inside that makes me feel safe. Do you know what they call that? I believe they call that faith. That's it for this episode of Jewish Songwriter. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. On the next episode of Jewish Songwriter... Hi, this is Alana Arian. Jewish Songwriter is produced by Sheldon Lowe, edited by Ben Mazek of Industrial Strength Productions in St. Louis, Missouri, and distributed by Hallelujah Music. Until next time, keep writing out there, and thanks for listening. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.